0: everybody welcome back to a brand new episode of the long lost heroes podcast i am one of your uh, hosts over here aj sherman here with my buddy frank how are you frank marsilio i'm
1: fantastic it is great to be back
0: Yeah, we're back we're back on this thing um we took a little time off after game of thrones it was kind of crazy we wanted to kind of catch our breath and remember to go outside and you know look at things and hold our loved ones and you know, we just got back from getting into the kind of the a crazy summer movie season and uh, here to wrap up some summer movies with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, crazy season, like obviously it starts earlier and earlier every year now, like beginning of April, but it's just been like hard to keep up in a lot of ways. So we're, we're going to do our best. Um, but yeah, I mean, been uh I, I was on vacation i yeah very nice to relax for a while um but you know came back i was like i gotta see some movies because otherwise things like go out of theaters so fast it's insane
0: it is the um, turnover is crazy and it's nuts how things certain things stay in theaters for so long and then they you know uh they just go away immediately other ones it's it's tough well yeah and like I i
1: was already trying to like so we're we're going to talk about a couple movies in the next few days, but I'm going to still try to go see Godzilla, um, which Ooh. only came out, like, three weeks ago. <laughs> and it's, like, hard and harder to find um, just because there's so much else out. But, um, but, like, today they announced that Avengers Endgame is going back in, which, honestly, it never left. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: but this is a clear and obvious cash grab to try oh, to yeah. nab Avatar. They're $40 million shy of Avatar domestically. I'm pretty sure what they want to do is just like crush this and uh I'm sure that that will. I I have no oh, doubt will. that nerds will want to go see the new post credit scene. I would be really really disappointed if it was uh, some kind of jokey bullshit thing and I would expect it to be pretty good. Um and and uh you know, I think other movies are are also coming out this summer too. The summer is definitely not over. And, oh, no way. And what we have seen so far, I think, is definitely an underperformance just at the box office. And I don't think that has to do with Avengers. I think something that Avengers did that was like very similar to a movie like Batman vs. Superman was everybody went to kind of go see it the first weekend, and then that was kind of it. And yeah. I know people have gone to see it, repeat vi- viewings. I've seen it uh, again with uh, Shayna. Yeah, I've seen it twice. I don't know that people went and saw this. Like, I remember seeing Dark Knight three or four times, like, and kind of going in for repeat viewings. I don't know if people necessarily did that this time around. I think this they will benefit from the additional sales, and uh, hopefully I that mean, that thing is I, good. Yeah, I think of uh, I think Avengers people saw multiple times.
1: I mean it. It made so much freaking money, and I mean we both just said we've we've seen it twice now. Like five years ago, I might have gone. A third time, but you know it's also at the peak of the, the the busy season of the summer with so many Yeah, and it's,
0: and it's three hours long. And so it's three hours long. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, a movie that you know recently came out that you know definitely kind of flapped hard, pretty hard on the at the box office, and that is uh, the last and latest entry in the X Men universe, Dark Phoenix. Um, Frank, when did you see this movie? I saw this movie
1: on Saturday. Um, this past Saturday, which was about a week after it came out initially. Um, sure. And like there wasn't a ton of people. I mean, it was like an evening showing on a Saturday night, but you know, there weren't a ton of people there. It was like definitely clear that whatever buzz had already, you know around it had already impacted the 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 crowds and everything. Um, You, like, literally just walked out of the theater, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was uh, in the food court about uh, 25 minutes ago. So, I, uh, yeah, I just saw the Dark Phoenix um, with Shayna. And, uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about this movie. I want to do, I do want to set up a few other parameters, I guess, in the spoiler free section of our mini discussion over here. You know, I uh, I'm sad about this movie. I'm sad that this is the last X Men movie that we will ever see in this iteration. Uh, I think that the X Men deserved better than this like sad little burp or fart that this movie is. And uh, you know, if you you know if you have anything else to say, Frank, we can move right into spoilers.
1: Yeah, no, no. I, well, the, the first thing I will preface is that you know before before things got super busy and this movie came out, I had intended on going back and and watching some of my uh favorites and or other ones I felt like were gonna be necessary and I thought I was gonna do a little blog about it, but I just it got way too busy so I just wanted to maybe do like a quick retrospective and say like yeah this uh, this franchise kicked things off in a lot of ways for superhero movies, you know, back in, in 2000. And, you know, I think those first two X-Men movies really um, are great in a lot of ways. And they, they had some missteps, but like, um, you know, then they, they rebooted for, for first class after, you know, the failure of, of taking the Dark Phoenix storyline the first time. And, you know, things really picked up again. And um, I, I think it's, it, you know, first class and and days of future past were like really great movies. And I think days of future, past for me, I mean, other than Logan maybe um, is like the peak of this franchise. And then it just kind of like went down from there, you know, apocalypse. Like, I don't think we covered it on the podcast, but you know, it was right before. And, you know, it just, it, it didn't do all the right things. And, and it just, the continuity of these movies is just like so hard to follow that, you know, this one comes out and it's like been three years and it's like, hard to remember where we were, right? So um, I, I had hoped to return to, to at least the most recent ones. I never got a chance to, but, you know, they're, they're all fine. I, it is, I agree. I, it is sad to see it end, um, especially after, you know,
0: Well, like it's end ended, game it's ended like, so many times, Frank. Like, it, it right. ended in X-Men 3. It ended in uh, Days of Future Past. You know, it ended, it in, ended it, in apocalypse. <laughs> it ended in uh, Logan, and it ended in apocalypse. Like it, it, it. This this franchise has ended so many times that like it just feels like this. It didn't. It didn't. Ha- it didn't feel fun to me at all. Like I felt like this movie just kind of like drudged through yeah. the plot points. And it, it's not to say that the acting is bad. Like I love everybody. All these the the young Men and we'll talk about one of them actually in a minute but uh I do i like I like them, and I enjoy watching Damn. them and uh i i I just think that they deserve better
1: I agree, and I think there's probably a part on um, on Fox's side that felt like they had to keep driving these forward because you know well we have to like, talk
0: we have to get into spoilers now because I have to talk about it something
1: well, the only thing I was going to say was that because of Marvel, uh, the MCU, like they had to hold on to the rights and they wanted to keep making X-Men movies because, and and not reboot again. And But now, obviously, Fox is owned by Disney, so that's going to go away. And so this is like the last of that. But um, I agree. Let's talk spoilers. Um, AJ, go ahead.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. So I, I have a fan theory. I don't know if it's correct. I like the kind of crazy speculation, though, and I, I do want to, it will help us to kind of break into the conversation. So there is some talking on the internet and I don't think it's totally wrong that uh, Feige and Disney Marvel told Fox to put this movie where they did and to not invest in the marketing and to not like build it up and make it this huge thing for, for the same reason that this movie stars a female lead character who gets powers from space and becomes a very powerful cosmic entity that no other heroes can Uh, beat or be contended with. Does that sound familiar to a movie that came out to you recently? It certainly Uh, does. Captain Marvel. So I think what they did is they made Fox put this movie out now as opposed to when they originally wanted to put it out, which was a few different places, somewhere in the fall, somewhere in the winter, uh, and kind of make this movie kind of hit the fan like it did. Uh, And I'm, I'm sad about that a little bit because I think Feige, you know, uh, from what I remember, his talks about uh, the X-Men movies were that he was working on them with Lawrence Shuler Donner on X-Men and X-Men 2, and that he was kind of right there. And he remembers, like, the you know the pre-internet backlash when they had the black leather suit Wolverine.
1: Yes, but also, like, Feige's been so busy with the MCU that he has not been involved in these most recent ones. Like, this is all Simon Kinberg and...
0: You know, oh, 110%. So, so I, I just think that maybe... Um, I if I, this is kind of a thing that like it's like kind of, you know, piratesque about the way that the movie business is. It's like they bought these guys, they're turned over, they're going to keep X uh Deadpool because he's billions of dollars. But unfortunately, and I think what we're going to talk about now is how I don't think that the X-Men themselves without Wolverine are a billion dollar franchise at all. <sighs> and that's an unfortunate yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean,
1: you're right. Like the even Apocalypse without I mean, there was a cameo, but like, you know, Days of Future Past was a huge movie, made a lot of money, and it it was centered around Wolverine, and like, I, I, obviously, part of that has to do with Hugh Jackman and his performance, and like, that was already 14 years into his uh, his tenure. But like, I, I don't know. I mean, are are they gonna? Is the MCU seriously gonna focus in on Wolverine so 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 much, and you know, having to recast? It's like that's a big step to make. Um, but you may be right. Like it, without them, without him, it, it, I don't know. I, I think there's also like, there's definitely franchise fatigue. I think there's, um, the fact that this, uh, was a rehashed of a storyline that was tried 10 years ago. Um, and, and
0: it didn't even like really try super hard to like veer from a lot of the major plot points. No, it didn't. It really just like, kind of, it kind of kept a lot of the same things, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh so uh, yeah, you know, um, okay, so now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about some of the good things and 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 then we'll get talking about the bad things again okay so i I think that there are certain x men that they brought in that are like have been really great, like I love Michael Festbender. I think that uh the guy who plays um uh beast what's his name michael something uh nicholas holt nicholas holt, sure, uh like those two guys are pretty great. You know, I, I thought Jennifer Lawrence in the beginning part of it, you know, was you know, really trying in certain stages, and now, you know, you can so you can see really in Apocalypse how she was like checking out, and this movie she's just like, she's just like her lines are just bad. She's just like she's just like bad.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there's that, but also like the the thing I don't understand with Fox is. And and uh, maybe there are people out there that this wasn't spoiled for, but like they spoil this movie in the trailers and all of the marketing and in the interviews. Oh, that's say, good. I
0: didn't. I didn't watch any of that shit. That's good.
1: I mean, I mean, th- you're lucky, but because like there is a trailer where it's like pretty clear that Mystique gets killed, Damn. and and then they're. I mean, they show the funeral thing, but like sometimes when, in, in movie trailers when you show a funeral, it's it's not like very obvious who it is, but. Here it was, and I do remember an interview with Simon Kingberg being like, yeah, we thought it would be you know, good to reveal that there are stakes and that you know, Mystique dying it, that it impacts all these characters in a lot of ways. It's like, why do that? It would have been so much more impactful if I hadn't known it was coming up. Like you, like you said, you didn't know that. So that, I mean, were you surprised at all or did, you, did it feel like no, because it was it, telegraphed?
0: It, it, no, you know what I fe- it felt like? It felt like um, uh, Xavier in Last Stand. When, you know, she's going, when he, you know, when they go to present day, you know, Dark Phoenix's house and they show up and he's in the thing and he gets evaporated. Like, to me, it felt like the exact same story beat and it's the inciting action for the entire movie. Um Yeah, I, I hated it. Uh, I also think that these, uh you know, these X-Men movies, like, they, this is not their time to do a civil war. Like, you know, I think that they, the the issue with X-Men that I think maybe happened with the franchise was like all these franchises were growing and starting to do new things, cover new ground, go different places. And X-Men kind of feels like there's certain villains you can bring in that are cool. But other than that, you know, there's not too many places you can go. And I, I just think that this movie, the the bit in the middle just doesn't feel good at all. It feels like just a really bad everything when beast is going to kill gene gray, that doesn't feel like a, the, what the X-Men would do. That's just no. wrong. Yeah. Um, okay. So the basic like plot line of this movie and, and I do want to just say that out there for the people who, you know, who may, who may be curious is pretty much the X-Men are called into duty to go take care of the space shuttle in space. That's being taken over by either Galactus or whoever the guy, the parallax in, the uh, Green Lantern, whatever the fuck this (laughs) fucking purple ass cloud is,
1: giant purple cloud in space,
0: is out there, and uh, it hijacks you know you know this crew, and they or the X Men go up in their jet. They don't know if they can get them without spacesuits. By the way, to me that was the dumbest part. Also, where did the kick ass suits from the end of Apocalypse go? Why do we get like this toned down like flannel like kind of '90s X Men? I hated it. I didn't like it at all. I like the costumes at the end of Apocalypse. I don't care. I, well, you know what the th- I mean, part of that
1: problem is just like, so you're setting this movie, I don't know what, six years later. like it, it why? Why? Just say it's like two years later because it doesn't feel like six years later. These characters don't age the you know, if 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 Beast has truly been in love with Mystique since the sixties, he would have at least tried to kiss her or like date her by now and don't make it like such a missed opportunity that they
0: never got the chance to love. The timeline is just shitty. Sorry. Yeah, the the timeline is bad. We'll we'll get to that in a moment. Um but okay, so then they go out and uh you know, Jean Grey absorbs this like the goo goes in her, the ether goes inside of her. And now, um, you know she's resurrected, and they start calling her the Phoenix back on Earth. I thought the party scene where they're like monitoring the kids with all their powers was pretty funny. Um, mm. And then it was funny to see like I was like, "Oh, Dazzler," and then Shada was like, "Oh, who the fuck are you? What are you talking about?" <laughs> right. Uh, so anyway, um, ultimately, these aliens also are tracking this big cloud, and they want the cloud too. And the aliens are not scrolls. They're just not scrolls. They're just not scrolls. That's all they are.
1: And they're uh, the Dabari or something. Uh, I think I've read that. You mean the Jabari tribe? <laughs> <laughs> what well, I mean, I'm sure that they have reference in the comic books, but, you know, they're basically your scrolls. Also, if you're an alien race that your entire planet got wiped out by this this being or this ether. The goo. Why would you follow it? It doesn't make sense. Yeah.
0: So the aliens, I thought the aliens were kind of scary. At one point, like, when you first see them, they look pretty threatening. They never look like that again in the movie. Um, They just look like regular people, which is really just, like, not fun for X-Men. And then, because even, like, if you look at X-Men kind of for what it was, it was kind of the first movie that really grounded superheroes in what looked, like, very much like our world. Like, while the costumes have gotten, I think, more fun over time... They've always been reflective of the world, you know what I mean? And yeah. we, with the exception of maybe like Deadpool and like Colossus and Deadpool 2, like everyone kind of has a kind of a muted, more like realistic costume and functionality to their look than I would say like the you know the people in Watchmen do or uh yeah. or the or the MCU. Um <clears throat> so okay, now Uh, The aliens are trying to get the thing, they need to get the goo, they try to get the goo. That's the whole plot of this movie, is trying to get the goo. Um, They halfway get the goo,
1: then they lose the goo, and... I I don't know, to me, it feels like... The movie feels half-baked, that there probably could have been another act. Like, it just feels like it ends. I don't know about you, like, it it just... You know... There could have they could have done so much more. Like I feel like the villain. I mean, are the villains the the Debari, the the aliens, or is it
0: Dark Phoenix herself? Is it Charles Xavier? Like, it, yeah, this this movie has a too many or ambiguous villain problem. I it also doesn't have like an antagonist. But what I I think what I uh, what I hate about this movie the most is uh, Xavier. I hate James McAvoy. I think that whoa. Uh, I really liked him in Days of Future Past. I think he's really compelling in First Class. And I think there are parts of Apocalypse where like I don't, you know, just like fall on hate him. But in this movie I hate him. And I think that he he fucked it up. And I think that he uh you know, in this movie he like I would say like not my Xavier. Like I would not this is not how Xavier acts in this is not him. This is not sure. his choices. I
1: mean, is it is it based on the, you know, uh, everything he's doing with the government? Or,
0: like, who, I mean... I, I does... think, no, the way that... I think there's, like, a way that you um, tell this story of him suppressing Phoenix without making it... First of all, where he's hiding this, like, greater truth. I did not like the twisticle. I thought that was stupid. And I think that it... Uh, I think it would have been interesting to like, you know, delve into like who Phoenix is as opposed to like what her like past is telling her she's supposed to be. And I mm-hmm. thought that in the way that like Xavier kind of justifies himself and carries himself through the whole movie, it's not even the choices he makes, it's like the way that he carries and fulfills them, mm-hmm. and I just I hated it. And I hope that like they figure out that you can't have a cocky Xavier. You need to also something that really worked in the older films was kind of the age gap between all of the different characters and that you could see that Xavier and Magneto were from a different generation than Jean Grey and Wolverine or at least in that first movie, you know what I mean?
1: And yeah, of and uh,
0: when you're experiencing yet uh you know those first movies together and you see kind of how mutants are, you know, old and young and there's different levels of mutants you know it gives you and them range to uh play around and i think something that they just james mcavoy looks like he's having a blast at the expense of a great character and uh you know and good storytelling
1: yeah yeah i mean i think i think the thing that uh, part of the stuff with him in the government is like, oh, they they have a good relationship and mutants aren't feared anymore, and like, that is interesting, but like, it also removes such a crucial element of what the X-Men and mutants are, and that they are a suppressed race of people that, you know, and that there's conflict within them on, on how, and I mean obviously it's been done so many times with Magneto and his vision, but like, all that stuff is pretty much ignored at at the expense of just being like, well, you know, things are good, so we can tell this other story, and like, and and it shows Xavier being, you know, reveling in that, and it just it it doesn't feel true to character. I mean, they call him out on it, at least, and you know, it, uh, I think it's um, Mystique that is is the one that's kind of
0: going yeah, up against him, but yeah, like they but do they kind like, of drop it. I don't know. I I hated him. I hated him the whole movie. I think Sophie Turner does a great job of acting in this movie. I don't think she was giving enough to do, which is unfortunate. But what I will say and, and what I think uh, is something to be said here is I think she maybe, this story told a lot of what Captain Marvel did in a better way. And I, I don't mean to hate on Brie Larson, and and I think she's great Captain Marvel. I know she's the, the face of the MCU going forward, but... You know, the whole movie, we're, we're telling Captain Marvel not to emote, and then she doesn't really emote super a lot. Uh In this movie, like, you see Sophie Turner, like, fucking struggling with her shit and struggling with her abilities and what's going on here and how they've caused major things that have really rocked her fucking world. And at the end, when she does overcome the alien lady... I liked that ending. I thought that was a way more powerful ending than Captain Marvel ever was. Um, uh, I I wish that they had. I don't know. I I wish it was better. You know, together. But ultimately, I thought the everything in Dark Phoenix that is Sophie Turner and Jean Grey isn't horrible.
1: Right. What well, and I think that's part of the problem for me in that it is too similar to captain marvel and because it it shouldn't be like it like she it's not only is she she struggling um with with these powers that she has but like uh, to me it should be more uh, that conflict within her and and the conflict with this entity right like it just to me whereas like carol it's like oh my my powers were being suppressed you know because uh the creed didn't want me to use them and like her mind was wiped like i don't know i think they're different enough but also too similar
0: they're way too similar um and i just think the way that they realized uh dark Phoenix's uh the the character for gene gray in this movie worked really well uh i have no feelings for cyclops at all uh whoever he was he's the most forgettable x-men um which is sad because you like james marsden's kind of snarky, shitty and grin, asshole self in the in the first series of movies. Yeah. And I miss that side of Cyclops, and that's what kind of makes Cyclops compelling. He's a little bit like a shitty, snarky Captain America in a lot of ways, and yeah. they never really flesh that out or make Cyclops ever a fun character to root for in these movies.
1: Yeah, he's supposed to be – that's something that I'm hoping for that in the reboot that we will eventually get – that like he's supposed to be really like the team leader and like he like Captain America, you know, he's supposed to be the one that has that moral compass and that he's, uh, you know, he's really powerful and he can do a lot, a lot of good things. And um, he's always been sort of a side character, um, which is unfortunate. So I, here's one of my gripes about this that I think um, kind of started in Days of Future Past. Um, so, you know, they, they introduced Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. And he's like a fan favorite and everybody loves him. And they do this really cool sequence in, in days of future past. And then he gets sidelined. Fine. Fine. Then they do it again in Apop- apocalypse. And then they start to tell more of the story of his, uh, lineage with, uh, Magneto. Um, and then they, he chooses to not, you know, tell him about it. And he's kind of sidelined in that movie too. Fine, but not as fine. This time he's a member of the X-Men and he tries to take on Jean Grey and has another cool sequence but gets injured and is sidelined the entire rest of the movie. Yeah, why? Why? Why are they like why do they have this cool character that people love and just don't use him? I I don't know. I don't know. It's such a waste. Like if there was like if they wanted to write him out like write him out in a better way than just, like, oh, he got hurt. Because, like, everybody else got hurt in this movie, and they got back up.
0: Yeah. Um, you're right. I, <sighs> I agree with you. Uh, okay, let's talk about some of the other X-Men that, you know, this is kind of... I want to talk about some of the X-Men. This is their last ride, and it's just, like, a sad little... Again, I think this is a sad fart at the end of a great, you know, movie experience. It, it really uh, is. Storm um storm's not memorable in these new movies at all uh and they don't give her anything cool to do they don't give her any place to go i was talking with a friend of mine the other day uh he was thinking that it's possible maybe you just bring storm in and like the end of black panther 2 but just she's Mm -hmm. like as storm you know and like and then get into the x-men later but like you know like I don't know. I think the Halle Berry storm from the first X Men series was very memorable, and she had a really big role in the X Men. She ended up le- taking over the school at the end of the of uh, three. I I just think that she is not memorable in this movie at all. Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler is for shit in this film. Yeah, Nightcrawler is
1: a plot device. It's the he's a Deus Ex Machina. Is that how I say that? That's like, true. He he's he's literally there to move people around constantly, and that's all he does. Yep. He has no, like, emotional arc or anything. Nope. Um, I, back to, to Storm, though. Like, there's, um... Pretty much, they completely forget the fact that she was one of the horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. And, and then they have some sort of weird interaction. Uh, she has an interaction with Xavier before the... Like, I think it's when Xavier, Cyclops, and, um and Nightcrawler are going to go to Jean in New York city and Storm shows up and she's like, and he's like, Oh, you're not coming. And she's like, yes, I am. And it's like, okay, well, what was that interaction? It makes no sense. Like why? (laughs) You're, you're just sidelining one of your X-Men because you don't want her to come. Like it doesn't, there's so many choices in this movie that confuse me um like that it doesn't even look that should have been on the cutting room floor it didn't it didn't matter at all
0: no uh okay so <sighs> magneto um so i'd love michael fassbender as magneto i i love michael fassbender uh i think he's awesome and i know that he does like some weird things every once in a while he made that assassin's creed movie that nobody liked um, you know he was in Jobs, which you know is you know neither here nor there. Uh, but you know he's a fundamentally a great actor. He definitely classes up the joint. Um, I'm sad he's gone, man. I uh, yeah. I you never the uh, the fight in Apocalypse should have been 150 times more epic than it was. Um, he. he you know, I hope that they can save Magneto in the future. He's so cool. I don't know how I, I don't know will. how you bring Magneto in into the MCU now because he's so tied with, like, World War II. So like, I don't know how you like you do that unless if you said it in the. I don't know, but like, the that that's a whole another podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna have to have a. I love a how. Yeah. I love Magneto, man, and I was I was bummed. I love that helmet and like just like his jacket. I thought that was a super cool look for this movie. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the down, like the downplayed look that he had with the, like the black thing, and um, I like that she used his helmet against him. I thought that was a really cool sequence. Yeah, uh, I thought
1: that was cool, and I, I like that Magneto. Um, like in the past couple of movies, it's like he he kind of goes in hiding, and then he comes back out, and then he goes in hiding again. And it's like when when duty calls in a lot of ways yeah he's kind of given up the you know his old dream um and, and now like he and he was really impacted by raven's death and i thought like that scene of of when um he found out was like was actually one of the best scenes of the movie um but like yeah i am i am sad to see him go it's like it's nice to have like somewhat of an arc for him feel kind of completed um i'm a little bummed that they never actually name dropped genosha because i feel like that was the island that he was living on um, yeah in a lot of ways this movie felt like a small budget x-men movie did you feel that way
0: it did it kind of felt like uh yeah it felt like they didn't get all the money together it felt like they didn't finish the thing like like, like yeah. for as much as the
1: uh, special effects look pretty good at times like that that the one I keep thinking about is like the the fight in New York City. It's like yeah, bad. Is, it's like a block uh, near Central Park, and it's like that's it. It just like feels so small. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I I feel bad that we're hating on it so much. I mean, I I just don't know. It it is really sad that it's ending. Well, like, I
0: remember going to see Last Stand with you in the fucking theater, man. Like, like we've seen these movies for a long time. And the, you know, okay, so now we can talk a little bit, I guess, about uh, the, uh, let's talk about Jessica Chastain. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love Jessica Chastain as an actress. I think she makes really good decisions. I think this was a bad one. Um, I don't think that she was bad in it, and I don't think that the lines she said were bad either. But there was one part of the movie that she just really lost me. So she's at the bar with uh, Sophie Turner, and they're talking about you know mm-hmm. like you know how she can help her or whatever. And she's like, "If you ever feel like these thoughts are evil, and like the, the thing that comes to my mind is like Merman, and he's like evil." <laughs> <laughs> evil like come on lady like that's it that's what you that's what you say and also like her exposition at the beginning of the movie about like ah so as you know we will take this weapon and we'll use it to destroy this planet and kill the people who take their shit okay great <laughs> split up yeah.
1: i don't know i agree i think um i don't think it's necessarily her fault um i think she was kind of fun to watch but like i don't know they could have leaned into to her character and made her sympathetic in some way. They could have started the movie like showing the destruction of her planet. And but all like, think her about dying. all the cool
0: like, like a- uh, actresses that have gone in to do movie roles in in these movies lately. Like all the really high end people, like Nicole Kidman. You've had Michelle Pfeiffer. You've had uh, who who else was in these has been in these movies? That's like a big leading lady, lady um, who, who's classed up the joint a little bit uh Rene Russo, Natalie Portman. Uh you know uh, Aunt uh May, uh, Marissa Tomei. Marissa like, Tomei, yeah. who uh, the chick who plays uh Rachel McAdams. Like so many of these like really fantastic actresses, they come in and they do superhero movies and like I think that they get to have a lot more fun than uh Jessica Chastain did and I just feel bad that like she picked this one whereas like I think Jessica Chastain could have been a fun character and a superhero in her own right, and I, you know, mm. it's cool that she played a villain. You know, it's cool that she's one and done. Um, but yeah, like, uh, man, what a, yeah. what a movie. Okay, um, so now that we've gotten here, I think that the continuity for X Men is so fucked that they <laughs> knew that they had to deal with this in some kind of a way. Like, yeah, it, it's just it's so fu- it's so fucked up now. Like, it really is. Like, well, are we supposed to
1: believe that this? plotline now continues on to what the ending of days of future past
0: was like i don't even know i don't know you know to <laughs> me i i think that in the long run of these movies uh it'll be interesting because like right now the way that they're being sold in the stores i don't know if you've seen this i've been buying a lot of blu-rays which is bad i should stop but anyway <laughs> i've been uh going and looking at x-men stuff and like you can get them they're selling them as two separate trilogies and actually, excuse me, three separate trilogies. Uh, the original X-Men, Wolverine, and then the new first-class X-Men. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's a lot of movies. And then you have this one that's going to now come and fit on top of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also have the Deadpool films. Uh, who knows how you're going to be able to get the box set, you know, when Disney releases all this shit, if they ever do. Um, I don't know. I am I hope that X-Men... Uh, what I hope X, what X-Men did was it lived long enough to see itself become the villain because it went on too, it went on too far and they didn't do, they try, they reset, but they tried to keep the continuity and then that ended up falling apart in different spaces. And now here we are with this big mess of something that we all thought that we wanted that we all hated. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I I remember like, months ago or a year ago who knows that we we had a podcast and we were talking about uh i think they moved the release dates for these and and you said like ah when i said dark phoenix it's like why do we do we need do you think we needed this movie do you think this was any better than last stand
0: i think you do need this movie because you need to have a reason to let go of these guys um, mm-hmm. In the same way that you needed Last Stand to what we thought was the end of the of the X Men, um, yeah, you know, what, you know, when we when you see the you know, the post credit scene now, it it doesn't like fit and just kind of leaves you with that open, ambiguous kind of ending. It doesn't make you feel like there's going to be more movies to come. But you know, we knew that there was more super movie, superhero movies to come, regardless that that was going to be coming for us in, in wherever. But what you needed to do is. Let, the, let this round of characters end in some kind of a graceful way. And I don't think that they did that. I think yeah. that's what they tried to set out to do. And I think that they uh, they knew that in the back of their minds. But I don't think that they realized how final this movie was going to be until the merger probably was already completed.
1: Yeah. Um, and the and, movie was already done.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I'm sad about this. I hope that what I think will happen of the X-Men movies is it will teach us to mind superhero movies for the good ones Mm. and that it won't just be about blind adherence to some franchise. Yeah. You know, you'll be like, oh, like, let's go watch X-Men 1 and 2, you know, and then maybe Last Stand gets a bump after this movie. Thinking back on it now, I think Last Stand is maybe a better movie than this one in a lot of ways.
1: Mm. It'll be an interesting one to to compare. Well,
0: it it makes weird choices, but it still has pretty sweet, like, action sequences, yeah. and, like, while this, I think the train sequence was okay, it's not like we haven't seen a train sequence before, uh, you know, I, even in an X-Men movie, I wish that they had, uh, you know, really played with, with some of the characters and gone bigger, you know, I just yeah, like feels to, small.
1: That's what I meant before when I was saying it's, like, it, I felt like the movie was going to keep going, like, I, the, the train sequence to me felt like an act two kind of thing, um, and that they could have gone bigger and done something else more after that. But then it just, it's just like, she decides like, now's the time for me to go to space and blow up. Like that was it. And, um, it, it just, I don't know. It, it felt, I, I, appreciate a movie clocking in under two hours, but I just feel like they, they could have cut some other stuff and, and, and taken it in a different direction. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, it is a shame that this is the way it's ending.
0: I, I don't really. I mean, going back, I think that I think we we'll love X Men is very important to modern superhero movies. Yeah. It just went. It just they did too much, and and it'll be an ex- interesting example to look at. You know, from a thousand miles ahead, it was before we knew what the MCU could do, and it was after we had learned that you could keep a Wolverine character and use him for many different movies to move your plots along
1: yeah um and and i think the other thing is like there have been there have been so many hits in the x-men franchise and like a a handful of duds as well um but like if anything this movie makes me more excited for what can be done with the x-men in the future in the mcu like similar to the line of like how how bad the fantastic four movies have been that's like oh i cannot wait for that it's like well now like i'm optimistic and just to see like a different take and some fresh blood like some new writers and producers and and directors in the mix because like it's been kind of like the similar club for a long time and you know i think they have an opportunity to to explore other characters that that really haven't gotten their due um I don't know. It, it, we'll see. I, I I can't wait to have that discussion. Maybe that'll be a, a good like. Uh, looking forward, we'll see. Who knows what they they say at Comic Con this year? But um, yeah, it's it's a shame, you know. I mean, I I feel like, it, in a lot of ways, Logan was the the best send off that this franchise could have gotten, and then they,
0: they kind of went. Yeah, too far. they went for they went for an encore, and you know they yeah. fucking played stay, and we all were like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and,
1: and then the, old, the last thing is like, what? What about this new mutants movie? Is this actually? It's gonna mean?
0: get. It's gonna get fucking killed and drowned in the water because this movie tanked financially. Yeah, and I, there's I can't no imagine reason that. Yeah. There's no reason to put that out. Maybe it's a a Disney Plus thing. I don't think it'll ever see the light of day. I think it, I think it gets squashed. Um, and uh, and and that's it. Uh, yeah. So. The continuity is fucked, but the X Men were fun. Um, listen, we liked, you know, the idea of the X Men and pl- getting to play along in some of the action adventures. This wasn't really my favorite one, and I hope that in the future um, we get better ones coming down the line. I yep. can't imagine that they could fuck it up any worse than this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, the fact is that they have fucked it up worse than this, but like this was a bad way to go out
0: (laughs) yeah but like even like wolverine like the x-men origins wolverine like they took chances they were trying to do something like they they wanted to they they had something in mind this is just like this just seems like farts and sequences that they had left over and different ideas that never materialized into anything
1: yeah all right that's that's enough (laughs) that's enough um, so yeah, everybody, we're going to, we're going to keep trugging along on, uh, some other movies, uh, that have been, come out recently and, uh, upcoming movies. So, uh, stay tuned for more episodes of long lost heroes podcast. We are back. Um, so, uh, we hope you tune in for those as well. Um, as always, you can email us at info at You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH podcast, You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play and all the other platforms. Please rate and review and and give us feedback. We want to hear your thoughts on on Dark Phoenix. Um, Obviously, we didn't really enjoy it that much. Maybe some of you did, and we would love to hear uh, your counterpoints on to why this this movie was better than maybe we thought it was. Um, Anything else, AJ?
0: No, I think you summed it up perfectly. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Please like and subscribe, folks. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks so
1: much, everybody. Bye.